This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Midnight after midnight, mostly cloudy and colder. We will have a significant refreeze overnight with lows of the mid teens to lower 20s. Turning partly to mostly sunny, windy, and cold on Saturday. Highs in the mid to upper 20s, but wind chills will be in the single digits and teens. Blustery and cold on Sunday. Mike Stennifer, WTOP News. And right now, we still have uh, some snow squalls, particularly west and north of D.C. We check in at 31 here in the nation's capital. At 459. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Brendan Hazelton. Coming up, some snow flurries, some snow squalls hanging around, but we expect to have the snow totally out of here soon with more very cold temperatures. We'll be monitoring road conditions for you all evening from the WTOP Traffic Center and by keeping in touch with those treating the roadways. Also new tonight. An investigation's underway after a small plane lands on a local road. I'm Scott Gelman. Good Friday on Wall Street. The Dow closed up 395. NASDAQ gained 255. WTOP at 5 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King. What a day on Wall Street. When the closing bell sounded an hour ago, the Dow had gained 395 points to close at a record of high of nearly 37,900. The S&P also set a record. Here's CBS's Jason Brooks. Investors have finally perked up after a rough start to trading in 2024, lifting the S&P 500 to an all-time high as the market rallied for the second straight day. Semiconductor stocks powered the tech sector higher, and the University of Michigan's January Consumer Sentiment Index surged to its highest level in two and a half years, thanks to falling inflation expectations. In Uvalde, Texas, local media reports say a grand jury is considering possible criminal charges against law enforcement officers for their poor response to the Robb Elementary School shootings. This comes a day after a scathing federal report on the shootings that killed 21 people. A grand jury in Santa Fe has indicted actor Alec Baldwin for the fatal shooting in a movie set in 2021. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. This is not a case where anybody thinks Alec Baldwin had the intent to kill somebody. This is about whether or not he had reckless disregard, whether he willfully disregarded all of the safety red flags here. A forensics report disputes Baldwin's claim that he didn't fire the gun that killed cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Much of the country is in a deep freeze and in Kings County, Washington, officials say five people have died from hypothermia. KIRO's TV's Brasita Holgren is there. According to the King County Medical Examiner's Office, some people were found outside in the cold. One person was found in a car. Two others were found in 
a building where there was no heat. More than 70 deaths are attributed to the winter weather nationwide. South Carolina Senator and former GOP presidential candidate Tim Scott is expected to formally endorse Donald Trump at a rally tonight in New Hampshire. Former Scott campaign worker Matt Gorman says voters now believe Trump can win the general election. I think that was took away an argument that we had and Nikki had and Ron had and others. And so it allows people to kind of go both with their head and their heart. I think that was one of those defining moments of the primary once he started doing that. Now the good news for Japan is that it's become the fifth country to soft land a spacecraft on the moon. The bad news is that it's dying. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood. The lander apparently touched down on the moon as planned, but a glitch of some sort prevented its solar cells from generating the power needed to keep the spacecraft alive. With the probe on battery power alone, flight controllers are working to retrieve as much data as possible before time runs out. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 5.03 on Friday, January 19th, 2024. 31 in the nation's capital, still snowing in places, down to the teens overnight. Good afternoon. I'm Brendan Hazelton. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local story this hour on WTOP. We are still waiting for the snow to stop completely. Uh, then after that, we are looking at more bitterly cold temperatures that could leave the roads icy. Let's start our coverage with this live update from WTOP meteorologist Mike Steneford. Mike. And good afternoon. Looks like the last of these snow streamers we've been dealing with for the last several hours getting ready to move through the region. Still seeing some light to occasionally moderate snow from Hagerstown to Frederick, southward to around the Damascus area. Another little band of light snow from Rockville to Silver Spring, right around the uh, 270 split, then onto the Beltway around Silver Spring. And we got a little bit of light snow shower activity moves the district and then southward around Alexandria and toward uh, Waldorf in Fort Washington. Uh, this should be it. Uh, maybe a few flurries after this uh, pushes through, but by midnight we should be snow-free. Overnight, a good deal of cloud cover, but the big story, sharply colder. The sun's uh, going to be down at 514, and once it does, we're going to see temperatures drop quickly. We're going to have a refreeze here, and we're going to see a lot of black ice and a lot of tricky conditions here. And then tomorrow's just going to be bitterly cold. Highs only in the 20s with wind chills in the single digits and teens, so not much melting coming our way. And I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All right, thank you much, Mike. Meantime, crews are out and about across the area doing their best to improve road conditions. So how's it looking in Virginia? We have over 1,800 pieces of equipment out there, and that's just in the Northern Virginia District, which, again, is just uh, Fairfax County, Loudoun, Prince William, and the primaries in Arlington. So, yeah, we have a lot of crews out there. One thing we ask is just please give them as much space and a little bit of courtesy if possible because they're working 12-hour shifts. They're really working hard to clear as many area roads as quickly and as efficiently as possible. That's Alex Liggett with VDOT talking with us here on WTOP. And some school systems are shutting down this weekend. Fairfax County, Loudoun County, and Arlington County public schools all say their buildings are closed and all activities are canceled tomorrow. You can get a full list of cancellations and delays at WTOP.com. Goes without saying you don't see this on the Loudoun County Parkway near Dulles Airport every day. A small blue and white plane made an emergency landing right there on the road, managing not to hit any cars and coming to rest along a guardrail. The plane's propeller and some other parts were bent and mangled. And as WTOP Scott Gelman tells us from the scene, 
An investigation into how this happened is now underway. It happened just before 1 o'clock. The FAA says the Cessna 208 caravan landed here along the Loudoun County Parkway near Arcola Mills Drive. It had just taken off from Dulles and there were seven people on board. Jesse was out for lunch when he saw the plane land. Heard a loud noise thinking, uh, you know, my car blew up or something. Then I look up and there's a plane 20 feet above me. Everybody was safe. I checked on everybody. They're all good and, you know, kind of in shock. Dozens of people stopped by to take pictures and video of the unusual scene. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. In Loudoun County, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. That plane is still there. It appears they're working to get it off the side of the road, which has impacted traffic on the Loudoun County Parkway. Stay with us for more during traffic and weather on the 8s. Thousands of abortion rights opponents braved the snow and the cold to take part in the 51st March for Life here in D.C. today. WTOP's Jimmy Alexander was along the National Mall speaking with some of those who gathered. First March when I was in fourth grade. That's abortion rights opponent Jessica Pearl Smith who said that she's been working on overturning Roe for years. Worked on Capitol Hill for several years for several pro-life congressmen. So I've put in work on the policy side of things. Now, there was a smaller group of abortion rights supporters who are part of a protest group, and they want President Biden to take action. Biden needs to codify Roe v. Wade into law. From the National Mall at the March for Life, I'm Jimmy Alexander, WTOP News. It can sometimes be tough to get around in the snow in a car, of course. How would you do on a bike? WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller has been commuting on two wheels in this weather. One of my biggest concerns on two wheels is the slush, which of course also turns to ice. Staying away from snow a few inches deep gives me a better chance of staying upright. A Capitol Hill commute is pretty smooth on the main road of East Capitol here. And as I approach the Capitol, sure enough, there are several kids with sleds ready to put them in use on the Capitol's west side. Need to watch out for the plows ahead. And braking can also be an issue. That's odd. My bike is the only one at the bike rack. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. (laughs) Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. Home sales last year fell to the lowest level in almost three decades. I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 508. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, to Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, as long as you've got some windshield washer fluid, you can manage to handle the road spray. And uh, for now, it's mainly just wet interstate highways around the metro area. If you're driving the Beltway or the I-270 spur through Bethesda, a little snow streamer slipping over the Beltway, a brief period of some light, maybe moderate snow, but again, not a big deal. A brief reduction of visibility, a little bit heavier up in Frederick along I-70 between about 270 and 75. Lower visibility out this way. And along Route 15, we ended up with wheel traffic for a time with briefly heavy snow, uh, generally between about Rosemont Avenue and Route 26. But the treatment is doing its thing. I-70 westbound, by the way, crews did go for a crash near Braddock Heights. That might well slow traffic westbound on I-70. And you should already be driving uh, a little below the speed limit up this way, Braddock Mountain, South Mountain, because of a little bit of uh, slushiness out there, especially on the audit off-ramps. But that goes all around the region as we get later and we get colder and the refreeze commences. For now, good on 50 between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge and Bowie. Uh, some sort of incident affecting traffic on 197 near Ken Hill Drive. 
In Virginia, the George Washington Parkway will stay closed between Spout Run and the Beltway throughout this uh, snowfall and then refreeze. 66 westbound without delay beyond the Beltway. Eyes out for a fire department response along the right side. And the Loudoun County Parkway remains closed southbound at points between Old Ox Road and Route 50 where the uh, commuter plane made the emergency landing. Northbound traffic on 606 uh, toward the uh, shopping center there does get by. The WTOP traffic studio is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Dave Doldine, WTOP traffic. All right, let's go to Mike Stenifer, WTOP meteorologist. Uh, Mike, as I look out the glass-enclosed nerve center window, I, I am st- still seeing a fair amount of snow falling in there. I guess uh, we're not quite there yet, huh? Yeah, that's one of those streamers Dave just talked about. It stretches from Rockville to right over the uh, WTOP news right now and so if you, uh, you're on uh, 270 from Rockfield through the split and then onto the beltway you are seeing a little bit of snow right now uh, snow along interstate 70 from Hagerstown across South Mountain to Frederick I watch out for some slick spots and if you're going from Frederick northward toward the Thurmont area on Route 15 it is slippery and then we also have some moderate snow falling around the Damascus area in Maryland to the north west northeast of Clarksburg, so we'll keep a close eye on that. This is all going to die out now. Now the sun is setting. We'll lose these uh, energy for the that supports these uh, snow streamers, and they will come to an end. Still could be a few flurries till midnight, but the big story tonight, the refreeze that's on the way, and temperatures are now slipping back below freezing, so it's going to happen fairly quickly. Overnight, mostly cloudy, lows mid-teens to lower 20, so any standing water, any slush, that is going to freeze solid. Becoming partly to mostly sunny tomorrow, but the big story, the gusty wind and the bitterly cold temperatures, highs tomorrow, mid to upper 20s, but wind chills will be in the single digits and teens, and lots of sunshine on Sunday, but a blustery and a cold day with highs only around freezing. And it's chilly right now. Frederick has some snow with its 30 degrees, Warrington 32, and uh, Brandon and Sean, we've got a temperature of 32 at Reagan National. All right, thank you much, Mike. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. With inflation easing, we're feeling better about the economy. The University of Michigan's twice-monthly consumer sentiment survey rose to the highest level in a year and a half this month. Wayfair is cutting 13% of its workforce, 1,700 jobs. That is Wayfair's third round of layoffs in the last year. Latest read on... Home sales set two milestones. The National Association of Realtors says existing home sales last year fell to the lowest level since 1995. The median price of what sold in December rose another 4.5% to a new record high. Record day on Wall Street. The Dow finished the day up 395 points, closing at a new high. The S&P 500 gained 59 points. That's one and a quarter percent closing at its first record in two years. The Nasdaq still shy, but gained 255 points today. That's 1.5%. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, wild-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, there is breaking legal news about Alec Baldwin. And yes, it's about the deadly shooting on that movie set in New Mexico, We'll go live to CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum in minutes. 513. In order for small businesses to thrive, they need to be smart, efficient, savvy, staying ahead of the market at every turn, finding ways to do more with less, and taking advantage of every opportunity that comes their way. 
That's why Comcast Business is introducing the Small Business Bonus. For a limited time, you can get up to a $1,000 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle when you switch to Comcast Business, the company with the largest, fastest, reliable network. Yep, you heard that right. $1,000 back. Something extra for your company. From the company that powers more businesses than anyone else. So if you're a small business owner, don't wait. Call or go online to learn about the $1,000 bonus today. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Ends 2-21-24. New customers with Gigabit Extra Internet, Security Edge, One Voice Mobility Line, and Connection Pro with three-year agreement. Other restrictions apply. Call or go online for details. Hello, I'm Jamie Bell, president of Lido Pizza, and I want to share a story about our partnership with WTOP. We began advertising with WTOP News over 20 years ago. Over the years, thousands of people have visited Lido Pizza after hearing our messages. I value the success of this partnership, and WTOP is a terrific advertising option if you need lots of customers. It's one of the reasons we've grown to over 120 locations spanning from New York to Florida. At Lido Pizza, we take pride in never cutting corners. Lido Pizza has been a local favorite since 1955. At WTOP, they take pride in creating customized marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver measurable results. So if you're looking for catering, fundraising opportunities, or just an easy, delicious meal, please visit a Lido Pizza near you or order online at LidoPizza.com. If you need help attracting new customers to your business, I encourage you to contact WTOP. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. Lido Pizza Square, because Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 515, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Brendan Hazelton. Thanks for being with us. One of our evening's major stories, Alec Baldwin, has been indicted on charges of involuntary manslaughter as prosecutors in New Mexico once again try to hold the actor accountable for the onset death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. This happened, of course, on the set of the movie Rusts in New Mexico in 2021. Baldwin was initially charged in the case about a year ago, but the charges were dropped three months later after Baldwin's defense team raised questions about whether his Colt 45 was functioning properly when it fired off. Well, let's go live to CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum. Thane, thank you for joining us as always. How does Baldwin find himself in this situation again? Well, it has a, an interesting twist to the story. So when they dropped the case the first time, when the FBI was testing the weapon, the whole thing fell apart. So there were they're sitting there with a bunch of pieces. And in, in the end, they said, you know what? We just have no way of knowing whether he actually pulled the trigger. Alec Baldwin maintained that the hammer was retracted, but my fingers were never on the trigger and I never pulled it. And so th- they were left with a weapon that had just fallen apart. And they just thought there was insufficient forensic evidence. Uh, Meanwhile, the trial against the armorer, that's the person who's responsible for the guns themselves. uh, I think it's a she. She's scheduled to go on trial for the same charges, involuntary manslaughter, which, remember, is a a negligent uh, accidental killing. Right. It's an it's a killing that is due to negligence. And in this instance, because Alec Baldwin was the producer and because he's a high profile actor, He's sort of drawn into this because the question is, who is in the best position to have prevented it? But what's happened since then, they brought in a new expert uh, in uh, firearms who said, I put the gun right back together again, and I've determined that the gun, the trigger, had to be pulled. It could not have accidentally gone off. So you mentioned that uh, Baldwin basically is blaming the film's armor. Is that his best defense here, his best hope of being acquitted? 
Look, he's saying a few things. He's going, this is not my first movie, right? I'm firing guns all the time. I know what to do. I know never to fire a gun that has live rounds. Well, that raises a question. How did the gun get loaded with live rounds? There should be just dummy bullets. That will obviously come up in the cinema, in the uh, armorer's case, because it was her responsibility to handle all of the weapons. But he's just saying, look, you know, I, I'm holding the gun. I'm an expert in knowing how to do this on a set. I never pointed at anything, anyone. I didn't fire it at anyone. It simply went off on its own. That's his continued defense. Uh, the problem is two things. One, they have video now, new video evidence that shows he was walking around a lot with his hand on, that appears to be his hand was at some point on the trigger. And you have this expert witness who's saying, there's no way this thing went off on its own. Is there a way prosecutors can can prove this beyond a reasonable doubt? That's their best case, right? We always know beyond a reason about it is a tough thing, right? Uh, remember, this is New Mexico. Uh, you have a high-profile person like, like Alec Baldwin. Uh, prosecutors like to bring cases against high-profile people. Um, so it's, I'm not surprised that it came back if once they got a new uh, – a witness and additional video. But I think you're right. I think in the end, he's basically saying, I'm not in the gun business. I'm an actor. I read lines and I do what I'm told. And I, I, I continue to maintain that I never pull that trigger. Thane, as always, thanks for your insight. Thank you, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Thane Rosenbaum, CBS News legal analyst. Get back to Dave Dildine in the traffic center. Snow collecting on the shoulders of the Beltway and 270 Spur in Bethesda, but not having much impact on travel other than the brief reduction in visibility. Otherwise, mostly wet interstate highways across the metro area. There could be an occasional on or off ramp that's a little slushy and more slippery than it would be if it were just wet. So extra caution, backing off in your speeds and gentle braking, especially as we get deeper into the evening and more of these puddles start freezing over. In Frederick, westbound on I-70, there is a crash on Often the slush on the left side beyond Braddock Heights. So stay alert for a slowdown there on 70 West. In Virginia on the George Washington Parkway, uh, just wet near the uh, Roosevelt Bridge, near the 14th Street Bridge, near the airport. But the northern section of the parkway remains closed between Spout Run and the Beltway in the long-term work zone. And farther out in Virginia, the Loudoun County Parkway remains shut down where the aircraft made the emergency landing. Southbound closed at points between Old Ox Road and Route 50. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. We're staying on top of the weather moving through. We've got Jordan Evans in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Where do things stand right now, Jordan? Well, our temperatures are still holding steady, upper 20s, low 30s. I think in the next hour, that's when the temperatures start to fall. And our concerns for any icy conditions will increase throughout tonight as temperatures drop. Now, tomorrow, it's the wind chills. That's going to be our big focus as wind chills will start off anywhere from zero to five degrees. And then the afternoon, it only climbs to 15 as the winds will stay out of the northwest tomorrow. So if you're heading out to play in the snow tomorrow, 
Make sure you cover up as much exposed skin as possible with frostbite concerns. It only takes 20 minutes or less for uh, that low of a wind chill to cause frostbite, especially on fingertips and some of the other uh, sensitive areas. As we talk these temperatures again tomorrow, we're going to be only around 25. Sunday, it's better up to 33. We'll still have a wind chill in the morning on Sunday around 5 degrees, but then eventually we thaw out next week. 40s Monday and Tuesday, 50s by Wednesday. We'll track even some rain by the second half of next week. That'll help clear some of the salt off the roads, reset things. As we go into February, I still think we're going to have more snow to deal with later on this winter, uh, but at least we'll get this warm-up in between uh, at least rounds of Arctic air. That'll be the good news for next week. 30 right now in Silver Spring, 29. Reston, Alexandria now 31, and Upper Marlboro, 30 degrees. All right, thank you, Jordan. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted, same-day service, seven days a week. Well, coming up on WTOP, not to sound too grouchy on this Friday evening, but is it too much to ask to get a couch that lasts when you pay thousands of dollars for it? <laughs> Things aren't made like they used to be. We'll talk to the Wall Street Journal about that. 522. If your agency needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If this sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant. AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a modern foundation for your agency with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. Demand for energy is growing, and so is the need for American oil and natural gas. It's time to turn the lights on. America's resources are abundant. Our nation is a global leader in reducing emissions and innovators in delivering more energy sources to secure our future. Nine in ten Americans agree. American oil and natural gas are vital to our economy. Visit LightsOnEnergy.com. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. You're listening to WTOP News. At 523, the legalization of marijuana has been sweeping the country in recent years, including here in our area. New research indicates something else is following very closely behind it. Evidence of a growing number of cases of marijuana psychosis. It's impacting young people, regardless of race, ethnicity, or economics. More from WTOP's J.J. Green. You can smoke it. You can eat it. There's a wax that people sort of put in this bong-like device and use a blowtorch and actually inhale this very, very high-potency THC directly into their lungs, and it hits the brain very quickly. That was Wall Street Journal reporter Julie Wernow speaking on WTOP. This is Laura Stack. These can be 80 90% potencies. The THC interacts with a very complex process in our brains, and particularly in adolescence is causing great harm. Her teenage son, Johnny. He had become psychotic. And it led to his suicide. Laura Stack founded Johnny's Ambassadors in her son's memory to warn other parents about this. You can hear more of the conversation on episode 177 of the podcast Colors, a dialogue on race in America. Mm-hmm. Starts at 8, wherever you get your podcast. Well, you know, a lot of thought and money goes into big home purchases such as couches, when you pay 3000 bucks for the centerpiece of your living room, you kind of expect it to be of good quality and to last. But these days, sofas are breaking apart, even the most expensive ones. 
Why? Furniture experts don't agree on one single cause, but there are a few different factors at play here. One, there are just way more manufacturers than there once were, and so quality control is a lot harder. People are willing to replace things more often. We sort of have more shopaholic tendencies and a little bit more of a wasteful culture than we once did, and then materials are a lot more expensive, so you really do have to pay much more than you once did to get something of quality. Rachel Wolf covers consumer trends in the Wall Street Journal. She joined us a bit earlier on WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. And Raby, where do you want to start? Let's start with the NFL coaching carousel. Sean Commander's looking to fill their vacancy. Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson, widely believed to be the favorite. The sides were scheduled to meet today. Now Johnson, only 37 years old, but Lions head coach